What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain. Welcome to episode 91 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you enjoy these podcasts, subscribe, follow, and share the link with your friends. Today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our new listeners from Guangzhou, South Korea. That brings our total to 53 countries. Wow. I'm just humbled and amazed at the reach that this podcast is finding. And I want to just welcome all the listeners and say if you'd like to support our work with people caught in the snare of addiction, homelessness, or incarceration around the world, click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. When we come back, we'll get into this episode entitled Door to Opportunity. Welcome back to episode 91 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast entitled Door to Opportunity. I want to give a big welcome to my friends in recovery from the U.S., South Africa, and Australia for their participation in this group. As before, I'll be keeping them anonymous, but I'll be saying their answers as if we were having a live group meeting. Guys, here's today's question for our group discussion. We've heard the advice that education is the door to opportunity. What was your door to the opportunity to find healing from addiction and lasting recovery? Harry, would you like to start us off today? I'll be happy to do that, David. The education to my recovery was to finally learn from others, from others who have recovered from addiction. I had many good people who were giving me advice about my addiction, people who had also been addicted to my drug of choice and recovered, and I refused to listen to them in the early stages of my addiction. Only at the end, I started remembering the words they spoke and all the things that they had mentioned will happen, had happened horribly in my life. One of those people was a pastor who was trying to help me for many years, who was also an addict and continued to try speaking to me to stop and give me advice. The two things I took into my recovery are the wise words of the two great men I had as wonderful pastors and father figures. The first is, God will restore everything you have lost if only you turn your life over to him and remain disciplined and loyal to him. And the second was, life is not easy at first without drugs and alcohol, but will get better in time as the cravings will get milder and eventually disappear. And I'm proud to say that by the grace of God, I have seven years of clean time and I can confirm that that advice I was given was true and factual. Awesome start, Harry. Charlie, I know you're a student and a teacher and a coach of others starting recovery. How would you describe your education doorway. David, recovery has been one big education since I began this journey. 
I got linked up to an AA group that meets every morning. The group uses the, the As Bill Sees It book that has a topic of discussion for each day. No matter how many people are in the room, everyone gets their chance to share. It's so awesome. And education in that everyone matters and then education in change and perception as I hear the opinions and ideas and experiences of all the men and women in that group. It also became an education to me of what was going on inside my mind, the anxiety, selfishness, anger, fear, obsession, self-pity, and lack of hope, and also the faith that I was living with. The best education I received was to learn to love differently, which led me to joy in life. I learned to live by just making myself available for other people and getting involved. That led me to a life of endless possibilities. As I volunteer, I support other people's dreams and share in other people's life moments. It's like a tree of life for me which keeps connecting me to the next person God has for my life at that moment, as is his will for my life. All of that has led to a professional education, and I've become a certified recovery specialist, a minister, teacher, provider, counselor, etc. Jesus just keeps putting me in moments with people, and I am what he says I am. It's like the Holy Spirit provides me with knowledge, and when I keep it in the moment with my eyes focused on Him, I get an education that comes straight from the Lord for His people. Man, I love recovery. Dante, Charlie found his education in recovery led to increased faith, which has opened up door after door after door. Can you relate to that? David, I sure can. If you're in Christian circles, this might sound a little cliche, but Jesus was the door for me. The Word of God has been most mentally helpful, spiritually empowering, and physically healing since coming to terms with my addiction. I think the actual door that opened up when I got invited to a ministry membership dinner and I was invited into service specifically for God's kingdom. That gave me a place to focus my energy and in a place where I could start building blocks in a new area of life and in a way slowly started to help me tear down the old blocks that were in my old life. Eddie, what was your door to opportunity? Well, David, like Dante, my door was and is Jesus Christ. I knew about Jesus and the miracles he performed. I had been prayed for on numerous occasions, but this time it was different. I went to our local church and I was introduced to an amazing man of God, Pastor Rod. We chatted, he related, I confessed, I cried. Then he introduced me in the simplest way ever to Jesus. I wept broke down. And as Rod said it, at that moment, 
I relinquished my burden of addiction to Jesus. Rod hugged me, cried with me. I just sat there feeling scared because I'd never felt such peace, such calmness. Jesus saved me that day, but Rod opened the door for me with his humble, caring, and loving nature. I was completely healed of all addiction, but little did I know that God had sent an amateur to pray for me. You see, Rod had just confessed his own addiction two weeks before I did mine, and yet through God's grace for him, Rod gave me the keys to unlock the chains of bondage as he walked me through the doors of salvation. Shaw, that's huge, and what a testimony, Eddie. Thanks so much. Gary, you've been nodding in agreement. What was your door? David, my door was also turning to God. I was invited to a local church by my landlord and gave my life to God. Reading God's word is the best education I have ever had. The opportunity is discovering my purpose, my real purpose. And simply put, my purpose is to serve God as he saved me. For me, life experience is the best education. But recently, in serving God, I am receiving all the education I will need to pursue my divine purpose. Wow, that's huge that you're getting in touch with your purpose through that door of this opportunity. Ben, are you ready to close us off today? Sure, David. I don't have anything against education. I think it's great if you have the opportunity to pursue it. I, however, was not blessed to have that door open for me. I only have a high school education. I considered my four years in prison as my university and my seminary, I guess. God used those four years in that dark place to knock all the rough edges off of me and work on my character while still giving me an education in his word that only he could give me in a place like that. I think I learned more as my faith was challenged in prison, more than I ever would have learned in a real seminary or university somewhere. However, once I was released from prison, I still did not have a tendency to go down the trails of formal education, but rather doors were open to me in the ministry field through different churches. Churches gave me the opportunity to pursue an even deeper knowledge of Jesus and who I was as a Christian. It also gave me the opportunity to preach on occasions, share my testimony, sing a lot, which is awesome, and actually get paid for doing those things, which is really cool. It's pretty interesting that 11 years out of prison and nearly 16 years of sobriety, God has never failed to offer me an opportunity to make a living doing his work. And my foot has never shadowed a university hallway. Well, with the exception of my bonus son, who is about to graduate from university. I'm grateful to not be stealing money to go buy heroin anymore, but rather fully funding a debt-free journey for my bonus son to finish his education. That's something I never thought I would say. Shaw, guys, powerful, powerful stuff that you've shared for our listeners this week in understanding the doors of opportunity that get opened in our recovery, through our faith, for our careers, 
and for peace that we never, never found in our addiction. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's words from our group. If you would like to join an online group or get one-on-one counseling to help find your way through your door of opportunity in recovery or whatever it might be, simply message me on the link in this podcast or by email at davidfromatd at gmail.com or go to my website, www.fromatd.org and click on the contact page. You can keep in touch with what we're doing in From A to D by following me on Instagram at David From A to D. Tune in Monday for our next episode. And as always, stay safe and stay strong. Thank you.